Yeah, I got man. some Nike running shorts that I'm saving. No. For the uh, <laughs> no. for the summertime, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the joints where your balls hey, just bite. Yeah, I'm gonna hope that little mesh inside the short <laughs> do its job. <laughs> it, it, it be what it's supposed to be. Then that's exactly. in the gym wearing some small shorts, yeah. so laid down and you get get some workout in. I said, oh, it's cold. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of air going up there. Um, okay, we ready? Yep. Oh, thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Yeah, I saw your pimp today. Pimping like pimping. Nah, that's very true. That's very that's true. That's the best until the bubbles. Luke. I don't, <laughs> I don't need the bubbles. <laughs> be driving home like Luke this. Luke Warren. Yeah. Hard <laughs> on leather, bro. That shit is not it. He's no. always saying what? Nothing at all. All right, wait. Here we go. You ready? Here we go. Yep. I'm going to just keep pulling my sandwiches. <laughs> Man, I ain't gonna hold you. I had this weed. I'm not going for one out Hold there. on, are you playing something? <laughs> I am playing something. Yo. Pre production. Right. The mic sounds good, though. Mic sounds excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Mic yeah. sounds excellent yeah. today. Yeah. yeah. We out here. I'm not trying to get my ears blown off by this shit. Right. Ooh, I'll yeah. turn it down. I'll turn it down. I'll turn it down. I'll turn it down. I'll turn it down. There we go. Hold up. And everything that's followed. I thank you, Lord, for today, and I will pray for tomorrow. I thank you, Lord, for the love of my life and a friend. I made a promise, and I'm loving my wife to the end. I thank you, Lord, for your guidance, because it's all that counts. And right here, right now, Lord, this is your house. I thank you, Lord, for a dream that came true to light. And I ask you to bless everybody in this room tonight. I don't always do the right thing. And I ask you to forgive me. Because I need you here with me. Without you in my life, it's empty. I think back how some people did me like violence was the remedy. And because I think of that now, I pray for my enemy. Not because of what I'll do, but because they don't know. There's something better after here, but everybody won't go. So I ask you to forgive them, and we'll hope they see. And I thank you for the love that they've given to me. I will not abuse it, nor will I lead them astray. You see, I love them like children that I see every day. And I pray, no, we pray together Get us through the bad weather, and we love you forever. Let your thought and my heart go hand in hand. I first thought, but to start, but I stand a man. And for as long as I can, as long as you permit me, please give me the strength I need to live. Bear with me. Amen. Smith himself, DMX. Yeah, that's, a pre- that's a preacher's preacher right there. We are uh, yeah. praying heavy for him right now and sending love his way to him and his family and um, everybody who is not only concerned but wondering who he is because he's been around so long. We are showing love to him. We want him to pull through. Um, as a lot of you know, he's been fighting addiction. So Reese wanted to start off with a prayer, and it's, it's really something that's needed because if it ain't anybody you knew who rapped and prayed, 
DMX. It's one of them artists. Mm-hmm. He don't care if he ended it or begin it with a prayer. Man, that was that was deep. So, man, I appreciate that, bro, for playing that. Because he, he needs all the prayer, man. He needs all the love. DMX is one of my favorite artists of all the time. Uh, that Flesh of My Flesh album is one of my top ten hip-hop albums ever. Period. That album, when it came out, I think I was like in sixth grade. And just the opening couple songs scared the shit out of me as a kid. Just the <laughs> lyrics. I was like, bro, you talking about stringing people out like spaghetti? Cutting people up with a machete? Like, what the hell is this? And, like, just the more I listened to it, I was like, this dude is raw. Like, he a real dude. Like, this yeah. is, he really feel this way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he really about that life. And then, to, like, all the times that he got arrested, like, impersonating an officer, impersonating the federal you know, put an agent and like all these different things, like learning his Wait, story. He did that? Yep. Yeah, bro. He got hero. arrested for impersonating an officer at an airport or impersonating a federal agent at an airport. Like, who you think you are? Was he trying to get in? Like, I, I don't know what he was trying to do. The other person should have been arrested, too. What it was mean? DMX. Oh. <laughs> like, how do you yeah, impersonate bro. an officer as DMX? Bro, he, he, he really was thinking he was, uh, was it movie yeah, Romeo Must Die? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You're officer. I'm officer. Right. <laughs> right. I think I heard that before, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think I heard you. Get out the fucking car. <laughs> like, dog, what's happening? <laughs> Why, you know? Yeah, that's how we got caught. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, praying for X, man. He had an overdose the other day. Uh, you know, and in the clip, has been circulating online about his um, how he got addicted to crack in the first place. The first blunt that he ever smoked, you know, was like laced with crack. Um, by his mentor. By his mentor. Who was it? Reddy Ron? Was that his name? Crazy. Um, so he's been Ron battling Reddy. addiction f- um, since 14 years old. Yeah. You know, and I know I know a lot of times, you know, we people in our society crack jokes on, you know, crackheads and, and things like that. But, like, addiction is nothing to play with. You know, whether it's alcoholism, whether it's addicted to drugs, whether it's addicted to even behaviors. You know, like, we have to we have to stop making fun of and start having more empathy for what you laughing for, man? You said crack jokes, and that had me already. So I was just like, <laughs> I'm trying to be serious. But it, it's like, it's, it shit hits me a little different, and I'm like, all right. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, but these are the real-life implications of, you Absolutely. know, like somebody's drug addiction and, like, right. you know, not being able to, um, you know, just kick that habit, you know? And I know we people crack jokes about Lamar Odom, but the next thing you know, Lamar Odom's on life support. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or... I mean, just things like that. You just major like figures within our society, and it's you like never, you never really know what addiction, right? Because mm-hmm. he got introduced at fourteen. His brain and stuff was still developing, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Who, who's to say he would have, you know, had he been older, a little bit mature, that he would have got addicted? You know, who knows? But right, the fact that that was done to a child, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean, his body's probably been yeah. got adapted to change, it. Change the trajectory of his yeah. life, really. Absolutely, thinking that it's a part of his, you know, anatomy and what he's supposed to do and his living situation. Because I have a cousin that I have cousins that were born, you know. Um, heroin babies and you know mm, crack babies. Yeah. I grew up with that in my household. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So right. I got to see the withdrawals and then see them grow up. They're my age, like go through where it was like really having to do something, no matter what mm-hmm. it was. I have to drink or mm-hmm. I have to uh, right. smoke or I have to whatever it is. They always had to do something. I don't care if it was one at a time or both. But I right. just know them from being born that way and then living in the same household. It was kind of like scary. Like you know, this is um, something that someone can pass down to you. Mm-hmm. Let, let alone mm-hmm. have an addictive personality. That's the that's right. the dangers in it, you yeah. know, just like being able to pass that down through generations, like biologically yeah. Yeah. through your children. Yeah. You know what I mean, like mm-hmm. that's a very scary thing. Yeah. Um, okay, real quick, not to be so somber. What's happening? What episode is this? 105? 105. 105. Yes. All right, man. Welcome back to the Reach and Really Show. This is episode 105. Thank you guys for rocking with us. Armand's in here. Hey. Really's here. I'm here. Unk's in here. Yo. Jason's here. Ronell's yep. over there in the back soaking because he don't have a mic today because he was upset. 
There we go. Come on. <laughs> Tell her. <laughs> no, I appreciate you, brother. Love. Um, okay. Last week's episode was fucking tight. You guys killed our guest. You guys tore that shit up. Jesus. <laughs> shit. Prayers to her, man. My mom, my, when my mom taps in, that's when I know that man, it man. went everywhere. It wasn't supposed to be. So I know people was listening to that mm. shit like, huh? So our goal is never to roast anybody. Our goal is never to like put anybody on blast or no, you know, have goal- anything disparaging to say. My bad. I didn't no, mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, I promise I didn't. I just... I wanted to say our goal is to be honest with who we are. Reese, Thank you. When he speaks yeah. on this show. He who he is. Faults, you know, victories. Absolutely. Myself, I speak on my faults where I feel like I messed up, whether it be with women, whether it be, you know, outside in the streets, whatever it is, I, I speak on my downfalls, but I'm honest with who I am, and I also speak about the things I think I've done good. Being so, your authentic self, speaking your truth. That's what this right. show is about. Yeah, so I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I want to no, say that you. because we're not here to down anybody, dog anybody, but if you're going to speak on something, Hey, speaking on hundred percent or just shut up. And also, we don't allow for the disrespect of people who've been on the show. Like we create a space that's safe for people to come and speak their truth or whatever their version of the truth is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're not going to allow for people to come disrespect those people, be it privately or publicly. You know what I mean? Like we advocate, especially for women, we advocate for them yeah. to be able to have a voice. You know, so because without being judged, without, without be, being, exactly yeah. because if not, then they'll never be able to speak and say what they want to say. What are you gonna say? No, I, I was just oh. agreeing. I'm just like, yep. And you niggas should just take some notes and just go ahead and. Hit her up. When? No, <laughs> when? <laughs> Get some dates going. Shouldn't have been a date, nigga. Just take on a date. Ooh. Nigga, Booth Chris is open. Right, man. Now. Listen, everywhere, everywhere is open. We're on phase, phase three. three. You know? Oh, is it phase three? Yeah, we're right on phase three. Okay. So. Hey, these little pandemic relationships, man, these little panoramic relationships about to go to waste. Hey, ouch, yeah. Oh, man, man I'm sad. If you can really deal with this person. I'm Ooh. sad. I'm telling you, it's cold. <laughs> yeah, nah. Because now we got quarantine babies being born. You think oh, about it. Real. We said this last year. We was like, bro, you're going to some. Corn yeah. Tisha. Yeah, little, yeah, yeah. Little Quran. Little Quran. Let's go in there. Quran L. Quran L. What the fuck? There's some babies. Some babies being born, man. So you know, hey, look, man. The, Corn Tisha. Yeah, I didn't see some reveals and Come baby on. bumps. I'm like, oh. That's what you've been doing. That's, hey, that's what you've been on. Right? That's crazy. what you've been on. Yeah, yeah, you, you've been hugging somebody. Me and Ronnie literally was just laughing at somebody. And I, you know, oh, so I was, said, oh, this girl me. said she was single and doing her. And right. She, she's entrepreneur. You know, and, you know, you know yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Look, look. I seen that too. Ronnie said she's a whack ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I seen a couple, bro. What gets me is when the women pop up pregnant, but they were just single. They didn't fuck with nobody. They don't belong right. to no man. Right. That, 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 that. And as you know, I'm six, seven months pregnant. Proud. We right. are COVID kids. Bro. <laughs> COVID kids and then faking yeah, a relationship. Yeah. Faking a relationship. If you with somebody, if you fucking with somebody, if you fucking with somebody, I mean, you fucking with somebody. I know why people don't be like, you're just fucking. I mean, you just could nah. get pregnant. Nah, well, it's it's because, you know, you, it was raw. Yeah. So yeah. why are yeah. you fronting? Sex. Raw. See, you were getting your cheese clapped raw. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Sex. And why that's my thing, man. I, I, that's why I always say, man, love me out loud. Like, I don't be up. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I don't be up clapping somebody raw and you nah. can't. You don't have to post me on, on social Keep networking. Like that. It's not about the public. But if you post yeah. that you're pregnant, I need to be part of this whole thing yeah. as well. Nah. What was that? <laughs> Rodell's bad, pissed off. <laughs> Just bang, bang the table. <laughs> oh, was it? Oh, okay. But, but are we all talking about the same person, right? Yeah, we are. Yeah. It's crazy because, like, I'm not going to say what. So yeah. Like, you know, I'm just doing me, fuck that. And then you pop up, I'm drinking, drinking about the same dude who's saying fuck. You know, fuck him. 
But that's what happens, though. Dude, that shit's so Dude, ghetto. That's the thing. He ain't shit. He ain't that. Dude, it's not even like that. Yeah. And they see you know you're pregnant and proud. You like, you like, what's old girl, baby boy? <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, you. Yeah. Yep. That's the problem, too. And like, that's my old girl. I'm like, damn, dog, you have to wear. And this is just good spirit because you look Yeah. Will you avoid people? Yeah. You know you did something wrong. That's the face of the earth. Say it again. Say it again. When you avoid people, uh-huh. you know you did something wrong. Come on. Mm. That's mm. a word. I ain't going to say your name. That's you because you're you afraid are. of the accountability. Accountability you, is yeah. horrible. Yeah. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. It's a real there's thing. A, uh, there's a lot of people in the, over the past year that I uh, that I haven't spoken to. And I'm probably not speaking to, but I know right. when I come around, like they don't speak to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, told you, yeah. I've told you that. When people you were seeking out to say something to them, I was yeah. like, man, they had to stand on what they said. Absolutely. They're not yeah. going to. Then you told me, yeah, I seen so-and-so. They look straight through me. I'm mm-hmm. like sitting next across from the table, and they're looking through me. Act like don't hear me. I said, bro, what did I tell you? Yeah. All that rah-rah shit, you're going to have to stand on that. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You already set the bar. Right. That's right. why it's cool to be your best and be your comments and try to work it out. Because whatever you say, you have to follow that shit. Yeah, that, you gotta you gotta back your word up at yeah. some point. Yeah. It's gonna come. It's gonna come back around. It's gonna catch up to you. That's at what it's hard. Yeah. So if you ain't being That's real and authentic, right? You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be revealed. It's, yeah. Right, right, right. That's it what I'm is. Telling him that the energy he used to have, like, bro, it's gonna come. Like, we're outside kids. We were outside. Like, Man. we've been in all types Throwing of rocks. exactly all yeah. the rest <laughs> shit. So being, seeing someone face to face is not hard for us. Right. That's why I was telling you, like, just wait. I know I'm going to see you. We're not, we're not afraid of conflict exactly. if, it, if it needs to if go. If it gets to that point. And they're going to yeah. go. They're going to go. Just like he did, mm-hmm. looking around and shit. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You <laughs> mean my eyes and look away? <laughs> hey, but, but, real quick, though, to speak on that. Conflict yeah. nowadays is not even a serious altercation. It no. could be just motherfucking eye contact and we're beefing all of a sudden. It's like, motherfucker, talk to me, bro. Like, right, yeah. It's not even that serious. See me, speak to me, dog. Like, yeah, if especially if we got a problem. I, remember I called somebody's phone recently, mm-hmm. like a month ago. They're running my name through the mud on the internet. I call them. I don't know why you called me. You think it's shit sweet? No, that's why I'm calling you. Because <laughs> shit ain't sweet. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Movie, you had all this shit to say on the internet. Now I call your phone, and all of a sudden you get off the phone. Like, gee, come on. What are we talking don't about? Be playing here? games on my phone. Yeah, no, I called you to squash a beef. Right. You know what I'm saying? I called you to settle so, this thing. You know, you, you check motherfuckers' temperatures. Well, because we too old now. Well, that right, deserves right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't nobody got time for And we Look, used to be friends. Right. If you got a problem, say something. Right. But no, nah, that's not how you got to go to Twitter with it. Yeah, that's that's the way. That's the, corny as fuck. That's niggas' diaries now. So. Reese was yeah. dying. <laughs> they, they rather subtweet, you know, than have yeah. a conversation. Right, we right. just need, like, a solid nah, week without like, internet access. Bro, I, I want... I can't wait for that shit to crash. You know, I've been saying <laughs> that. Just one because day. everyone I know, and I'm just saying because I know you niggas, like you guys are the same right? people offline, just evolved, that you would be online. Yeah. Man. I'm the same person. And I just have people make these monikers and make these these egos they came to live to. Right. The internet right. crashes, I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to drive through the fantastic. streets. It's going to be a big thing. Get your Bitcoin out party. first. Get party. your Bitcoin out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's get to what we... So today's episode is a special episode because this was going to be the last episode. This was going to be... I'm convinced we to extend this a whole another episode. You got to so do, do the 106, man. Especially yeah, we got to. You got to. Jason wants to do 107. 107, yeah, I'll be <laughs> here. <laughs> but um, so One day you say, yeah, I'll be here. Yeah, I'm going to do it. He's going to see it. It's just going to be me by myself. Just watch. So for four weeks straight, he's going to say, yeah, man, I got 107. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Sorry, knocked out, baby. I got he got the SoundCloud password and everything. He's going to upload. Um, so we want to have a conversation today. I'm going to have a conversation. Um, we talked about um, just... Not an interview, kind of a questionnaire, just a conversation. Nah, it's just a conversation. I'm not, it, it, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm going to ask questions, but we just going to talk. We got the family here. You yeah, know, we just saw the bros here. have a conversation, man. So I will say that um, you guys have been, our mind included, Ronald Rennell, Jay Sant, 
like part of my uh, recovery process, um, you know, therapy, you know, whatever over the past couple of years, and I and I couldn't um, recovery. What do you mean by that? Addict. <coughs> Kinda. <laughs> just a little addicted to cocaine for a little bit. Yeah. And then even that's that, it, it could just be the addictive personality. I think no, that's what it is, really. Addicted to a woman. I've been there. Yeah. You get addicted mm. to a person. Yeah, that's <laughs> and that's dangerous. I think that's worse than any drug. I think it, it, I do. It, it, it definitely can. <laughs> yeah, be. I was addicted yeah. to beating off at one point. That can be a thing. No, that's a real thing. Raise the roof. That's a real thing. <laughs> it's like I had to do it no, to listen, go to sleep. I'm, I got to tear myself up to feel good. <laughs> <laughs> tear myself to pieces. <laughs> I beat my dick like it owes me money. Duh. I be writing that. People don't know what the fuck I be talking about. I beat my dick like it owes me money. Mm-hmm. I tell you, man. Was that the Ocean Bell sketch, right? All right, Pete Charlie. To my hand. <laughs> but yeah, so we would. Um, I was talking to Unc earlier, and I was saying that you know there's a, there's a need for uh, honesty and there's a need for transparency in all spaces, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't like we talked about earlier. We can't be our best selves. We can't be honest uh, and transparent. And I didn't know that we had the audience that we had. I think that everybody kind of has um, their own outlook on the pod and people being on the pod. And you know, um, a lot of people who listen to this podcast know us outside of this, so they know us personally, you know, in real life, and they have their own biases against us. You know, like. I'll, I'll talk to you about this offline, but I invited this chick here to be part of the pod. She was like, oh, Ronald's going to be there. He hates me. And I was like, oh, well. And I can guarantee she's never talked to me. <laughs> I can guarantee she's never tried to figure out what was wrong or anything. So right. tell her to hate herself. But that's what I'm saying. Like, people listen to it, and they're like, they have these, Or to you know, stop hating herself. Because, you know, for right, you to even yeah. live in that, have that reality consume right. you so much that you avoid a space an opportunity to just be be authentic and have a conversation. Right, because right, you right. assume, because there's no fact. That someone doesn't. You don't like know them. that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At all, mm-hmm. unless you know you've done something to them. Right. That's the only way you're gonna really right. think that. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. No, absolutely. So I don't know how I'm going to start the conversation. However, you want to kick this off. We, we ready to go? Absolutely. I'm always. Okay. Because I know you had to do your the little intro. We just. Oh know, yeah, yeah. I just want to run yeah. into it. So nah, you know. And then thank everybody for rocking with us. I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Appreciate man. y'all. For real. Yeah. Because without them. Yeah, man. Without without you guys, there'd be nobody there. You'd be in here talking to yourself. Absolutely. Wait so. for 107. <laughs> Waiting for 107 Begging for it yeah. right, 107 about to be a motherfucker It's going to be a classic episode None of us is on it For real <laughs> Most viewed episode I know right <laughs> <laughs> Nigga how Nobody <laughs> <laughs> even there Jason clicking on the link 900 times <laughs> Yeah I'm coming to bed honey Don't worry about it I'm going to show these niggas I'm going to show these guys Yeah right and zoom Yeah It's all me Yeah Engineer huh I'm just an engineer <laughs> All right, uh, what, are we, what are we talking about, man? What's yeah, going on? Yeah. So, man, we gonna we gonna just dive right into it, man. And right. I, I know you, you know, you keep talking, and you've been saying it for a while that this is the end. Right. You coming to the end? Yes, sir. Um, but before we talk about the end of the next chapter, man, we gotta go back. Okay. And, let, and let's talk about, you know, how this all got started. And I know a lot. Some folk are familiar with, you know, the uh, moments at Wayne Manor, et cetera. But man, right. tell us how how Reese got into this space. Um, I. Uh, I always I, I said I said this on the podcast with Casey Carter, but I always loved like interview shows like Day in the Life type shit. You know, like growing up watching MTV, watching like uh, uh, what was it? What was a Diary? MTV Diary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Watching like Cribs, um, you know, stuff like that behind the scenes stuff. Remember making the video, stuff like that. And I was always oh, like, I used to crack when you were in that show. Yeah, so I used to always like think about like what went on behind you know the scenes and shit. I used to watch Ananda Lewis interviews, Kurt Loder, uh, Sway. 
you know, all these different people who would do that. And I was always like, I, I want to do that, mm-hmm. you know. And then um, when, when did that start? When did that that you know? What t- tell us where? What well, kind of the age were you at? How like I remember, like third grade, man. They, uh, I remember in third grade. I think uh, How Do You Want It came out, the Tupac shit, right? right. And they did the making the video, um, and it was Pac, obviously, and it was Dre, you know. But they did like the behind the scenes, and before that, I'd never seen a behind the scenes of a music video before, and it was the dopest shit to me. How to put everything together? I did. I'd never seen the movie. Um, is it Mad Max? Yeah. That that music video is based on, mm-hmm. and uh, right. but I had never seen that, so mm-hmm. it caused me to go do my research and go look into that. I mean, you only Wait, do so much. California Love. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, California, yeah, California Love. Love. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, Not California Love. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, but it made me go look at that. You know, I was like, oh, this is dope. Like, and they pull, you know, different references, and that's when I started thinking about hip hop references and like R and B references and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and music videos, because then you know you can build your own story, you know, and um. So you were serious cause back then. It wasn't no internet. My bad. Mm. She was yeah, no. a serious kid. Right. <laughs> yeah, because then I went and I went and watched the movie. No, right? real, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You really had to really do VHS research. <laughs> right. So then I went and I watched the uh, <laughs> I watched Mad Max and I watched uh, what's the other one? Uh, Waterworld. Remember the yeah. one? That shit was hard. Yeah. So I, watched, I watched that shit. Yeah, bro, I fuck with that movie. Yeah. So then I watched those I two and fuck just with that movie. But then I'm like, man, you know, I'm watching all these music videos where there's like references, you know. Yeah. And then again, like I said, you know, a diary. So then yeah. I did a diary of like. Uh, ja Rule did one, Diddy did one, Jennifer Lopez did one. I think uh, what's what's the white boy's name? That was a uh, Green Lantern. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, they yeah. did like him and you know just everybody. And they did Cribs and one of the dopest MTV Cribs that we watched was um, Red Man. Yeah, they yeah. did the Red Man joint and he was real. like, "It's his real house." Yeah, yeah. And he said because they said they, they wanted him to rent. It. They wanted him to rent it. Yeah, but he did it. He did his own shit. So my apartment. Yeah, so then I, <laughs> I just started like being fascinated by like the behind the scenes stories of shit. Then I remember the next making a video that I saw that I remember really well was the Buster Rhymes and um, Jenna Jackson joint mm-hmm. and how they did that. And then they did the one for Missy Elliott and um and the brat soccer right, to me. Right. So I'm like, bro, this shit is tight. But I want to be the person telling the story. Right. You know. And so um, there was that. And, and, then, it, and it started in third grade. You said. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. as you go, as you're going through elementary, middle, and high high school, what right. what are tell us some of the things you started to do. To help you get to that point where you're telling the story the way you want to tell it, I got involved in theater, um, and, and where uh, at? at Washington. Okay, got involved in theater, did a couple plays, like community plays and stuff like that. Um, but I wanted to write the script because I wanted to write a story mm-hmm. about people. And then one of my favorite plays was uh, *Midsummer Night's Dream*. Uh, if you know that play, it's a Shakespeare mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. Um, Lysander is like the main character. Okay, but it's a story about a story. Mm-hmm. So they're telling a story about Lysander and his romance. Uh, I forgot the chick's name, but uh, then you think about like all the major players, but it was a production about a production. Right. Mm. And so I was like, okay, so we can tell our own stories. Right. So I love documentaries. I love autobiographies. Mm-hmm. I remember reading, um, that was like the eighth grade, I read Will Smith's autobiography. At the time, I read uh, L.O. Cool J's autobiography. I read uh, Chris Rock's. I, I read, read Whoopi Goldberg's. Yeah, L.O.'s was wild. It was wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Something he was handicapped. He, uh, as a kid. Yeah. 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 Then he had a, a porn addiction, sex addiction, you know what I'm saying, and all We've that. I've been there. Seventh grade was wild. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like learning people's stories and telling stories, yeah. you know. So then I started writing. So we, you know, Che and I would like, you know, write a story and some shit like that. Yeah, because um, I know y'all was working on a, uh, a we script. On, yeah, you we know, did a film. Had a little film. Yeah, we did. He a had film. a perfect movie for his fucking asshole attitude. It was perfect. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> the role fit him. 
So then just going through high school, doing more theater. When I went, to, when I started going to Renton, um, I remember we did uh, Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. but I did like a behind the scenes of the right. cast. Yeah, you weren't really trying to be the the star. You were more nah, to nah, be nah. Inter- writing production. Right, right, right. Okay. So and again, like just telling people stories, like how did you get here? Yeah. For the people that I didn't know or didn't know where they came from, I always wanted to be able to tell that. So mm-hmm. transition from that, um, I, I wanted to make a documentary about us doing the film, Chan and I. Right. Uh, more Than Dreams was the film that we did 2012. Interviewed a lot of our friends who worked on the film with us and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the documentary didn't get done because uh, fucking Western Digital makes shitty ass uh, hard drives and a hard drive blue. <laughs> and we couldn't recover none of that footage. But then I was oh, like, okay, so I never so, you, so, y'all, so y'all lost yeah. all, yeah, you lost and all that, yeah. We had like it was That's me an and a. That's an exclusive. Yeah, Tim, yeah. Tim for Raj, man. Tim I for you Raj. hit me like, uh, uh, I was like, damn. Yeah, we lost everything. Tim for Raj just helping us film it. Um, my guy, uh, DJ Sosa, um, mm-hmm. the guys that originally did uh, Night Shift. Okay. That yeah, crew, yeah. they were filming our documentary for us before they did Night Shift at all. Before it was yeah, Night Shift, Day yeah. Shift. Um, I said Sosa, Joseph, and a and a, a Raj. Cause we all went to high school together. Right. We all went to Renton. So they were helping us do that. Then we were doing like small pieces. We do like a day in the life of Reese. Yeah. So I still have like some of those uh, stuff up on my YouTube. Okay. And it will follow, you know, follow me around or Che and I um, doing stuff where we go to UW and do, you know, summer, yeah. Was, yeah. summer was like three, I think. So just all this type of stuff in line with like documentary type shit mm-hmm. was like a love for me. And then I started doing the interviews, started to interview my friends. You were one of the first interviews. So yeah. moments of Wayne Manor. Yeah. I came to the, came to the manor. Yep. And it was just a, still a chair. Still got one. Running old fuck Reese. I agree. <laughs> we were doing do a pod every week for two years. I never got a fucking Wayne Manor interview. You said it though? <laughs> Show niggas love. It's, hey. hey, man, I'm showing you love back, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, we spent, man, fuck you, man. I give you no backstory. Keep telling your shit. <laughs> so even with the, so, <laughs> but even with that, right, I was like, I want to tell the stories of the people who are known within my community, who yeah. mean something to somebody else, and I just want their stories told, and I want to be the one, you know, so, um, you, Dave V. Armand did an interview with me recently. I haven't got a chance to chop it up yet because my computer failed on me. Um, but, you know, just so many people, so many of my friends, you know, who are prevalent on the scene. And, I, and then I started doing stuff with the Sermon's Domain. So shout out to Serm. Um, we did hella celebrity interviews together. I couldn't even tell you how many. But, you know, um, I was always like, our city, though, is big. Yeah. Our city, the people that I know deserve shine the spotlight. And, like, and if, if we don't do it for us, then who can do it for us? Right, right. You know, so um, Moments Way Manor. I remember as that was drawn too close because we moved out the man and I hit up Casey Carter and I hit up Vega, DJ Vega. Right. And I said, yo, let's do a podcast. Let's do a podcast. I don't know where we're going to do it, you know, but like us three, we should do the shit. And I remember Casey being like, yeah, I think so, kind of. Vega was like, yeah, like I'm with the shit. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, there's a music portion of things. Casey's doing her interviews, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm doing my interviews as well. Like we can mesh this whole thing. Mm-hmm. We can put out playlists. Like I had big thoughts for it, right? Yeah. But we didn't have facility. And so then um, I remember maybe like six months later, Casey hit me and was like, hey, you still turn to a podcast? I said, yeah, of course. She already had uh, the setup, the studio and everything. She's like, I know where we can go to record. Mm-hmm. But she made it clear it was like her thing. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm rolling. Right? That's where you get that from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <laughs> bad. But I'm about to mock it up. Nice. <laughs> so... But but then so Casey and I started doing you know we do the pod together uh, the glow up the glow up yeah yep. I remember that we horrible name horrible out name. of a <laughs> horrible name <laughs> so, 
So Casey and, I, Casey and I are doing the glow up, man. Uh, and we're dedicated. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're yeah. bringing people in, like, all, you know, our friends and people who are, you know, on the scene. My crowd's a little different than Casey's crowd, just a little bit. She's more Cap Hill, you know, I'm more South NCD. Yeah. You know, so even though we know all the same people, you know what I mean? Her connections are different. Casey yeah. was, a, was a bigger name. Okay. What's up? You don't let me hang in? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, right. My bad. Yeah. Hey, but I thought you was like, you, when, when you get on this topic, you get a little. No, I'll get a little shit. Okay. <laughs> I'll do that for you. I don't give a fuck about that. Because they ain't the shit like me and Ronnie Ellen. Mm. That's true. I lobby for you, too, by the way. Mm. I know you did, bro. And Absolutely. That's done, but this is about you right now. So I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. Got you. Ain't nobody going to do nothing to me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so Casey and I are doing that. And I'm like. Yo, let's get this person. Let's get this person. I'm like, bring this person on. And she's like, uh, nah, I think you know what you do. These other people. And I'm like, ah, but it's really already black in here, Reese. Mm. She's like, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying, no, it's the truth though. That because that led to why I left the chip. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So I'm like, I mean, because you know you got to get into that. Like what ended, what ended up being the demise of that partnership. So. I mean, we want to be 100 percent real with the shit. Like, I mean, if we're not gonna be 100, I'm walking I understand. out. Okay, so. so and this is mm. this is not to be disrespectful. This is just a story. This is this is this, this is one thing. person. You're, you're okay, speaking so, your truth. No, yeah. absolutely. Your story, yeah, okay. So okay, so we um, so when we first started the the joint, um, I tapped my guy Maurice Harnsberry, right? Yeah. I tapped Reese. I was like, yo, he's a photographer, great yep. photographer. I love yep. Reese. Trust his work. Yep. Come do this shit with us. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no money involved in it yet. But let's do the thing, right? Yeah. Can you yeah. do this you know, with the support? Yeah. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. you know, working with Reese is my ace at the time, my guy. Um, so he's doing this. And so as um, I'm starting to see, like, Casey and Reese working together more, right? Not a problem. Get your coin, fam. You know what I'm saying? I brought you into this opportunity. You guys built a relationship. You're doing more shit with her. That's cool. Yeah. Start doing stuff. So then I'm like, okay, so they're forming a bonding relationship. Okay, cool. Uh, seeing a little funny to me. Whatever, right? So as we're doing episodes, again, I'm saying, yo, let's bring on the twins, or let's bring on Unc, or let's bring on Erica Daniels, or let's bring on whoever. And I'm getting shot down. You know what I mean? And I'm like, this is bullshit. Because these people are from our city. They're just yeah. stories that need to be told. The people who are And they put on how? No, absolutely. And that was the thing. It's like, okay, you guys exist in a space. You've got to know who these people are. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like, Real shit. You know who they are. Right. Everybody fuck with each other. You yeah. know? Yeah. And so... um, there was this thing that Casey and I always butt heads about. We butt heads about the way that we should present uh, just the media to introduce the next episode. I loved our video introductions. Casey liked doing boomerangs. As stupid as it sounded, I don't like boomerangs because I'm like, the introductions are what like could drive the shit forward. I'm looking at right. the Breakfast Club. At the time, the Breakfast Club were doing this thing. Everybody sitting down in the hallway, all three of them, and then the guests. And they were like, yo, t- on the next episode of you know, right. the Breakfast gotcha. Club, yeah, we got yeah. so-and-so coming on, and they're going to tell a story about such and such, such. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. That's informative to our audience. Well, it's a more of a promo where you're absolutely giving them a, a little preview of what's to come, so exactly. they got to look forward to. Yeah, so, but if you're just doing just a boomerang, there's no disrespect to Casey on that. That's your that's your thing. That's your thing. Right. But that doesn't tell the audience that doesn't captivate anybody to watch the next shit. Mm. You just see us acting goofy for three seconds and then that's it. You know what I mean? Right. Mm. As opposed to this person's coming to tell this story that people want to hear about. It's right. the glow up. You know what I'm saying? So, it got to a point where um, Casey started setting up stuff for us to do. Like going out. I mean, we went to do the uh, cryogenics thing, you know, the mm-hmm. um, the ice therapy, yep, you know. Yep, yep. She set up this one thing for us to do. Um, it was the float. She set up for us to go yeah, float. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I didn't go to the float trip because I was, I was pissed off. I was hella mad at the direction we was going. I spazzed on that. As a, as a partner, I should have been better. I should have went, period, no matter how I felt. But I didn't, right? right? We get into this big-ass argument. Next studio session we got, we're arguing about the video promo versus the boomerangs. And I'm like, dog, this is dumb. Like, now I'm starting to get frustrated, you know what I mean? And I'm mad. And um, so we're just arguing about stupid shit. And she's like, yo, let's take a vote. And I'm like, mm. I'm like, who's voting? 
Maurice is voting. Jarvis voting. I'm voting. You're voting. Why are Maurice and Jarvis voting? Jarvis is your fiance. That nigga is not part of the shit. You know what I mean? Unless mm-hmm. we're making him a part of the show. Right. No disrespect to Jarvis. I love Jarvis, but like we didn't start this with him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Reese ain't part of this shit like that. Reese has a job to do here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what are we voting for? We don't get along and we can't agree on something. Let's just let's just X both of those. And yeah. then she was like, well, it's my show and I want to do. Oh, pff, cool. Because it is your show. Yeah. At the end of the day, you put this shit together, right? Yeah. I felt the way because I was like, this is my idea to do this from jump that right. I brought you into. But you got the facilities and you brought everything together. Cool. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> we get into this argument. She's like, yo, let's meet up. We're going to meet up at the <laughs> Starbucks. You know, everybody's going to be there. I know Jarvis going to be there. That's your fiance. Of right. course he's there. Reese is there. I'm like, okay, cool. Right. Now they're there before I get there. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming there was a conversation that was had beforehand. Right. Clearly. So we're there. We're going to corner this nigga. Hopefully. We're, yeah. we're talking. <laughs> And she was like, yo, because I want to do things this way. And Jar feels, and as soon as I heard Jar feels, I'm like, that nigga don't, he don't have no stake in this. He going to do his own thing. He's a creative. He's a rapper. He does his own thing. He has his own career. Well, he, did, he I mean? did the intro. Yeah, yes. And? Absolutely. That's the thing, though. Like, but but I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I hire you to do a thing, that's the thing. You know what I'm saying? You drop and you leave it from there. You know what I mean? And so she's going off. Casey's like going off at me, right? And I'm like, you know what? As calmly as I could, because I try to be respectful, because, again, I love Jarv, and that's the thing, you know, when you're talking to a man and his lady, you're right. you try to be no, respectful to the lady, because <laughs> that's your nigga, right? So I'm like, yo, how about we just not do this no more? And she's like, what? I'm like, fam, I'll leave this thing. Yeah, We don't have to do this no more, because everything that I feel is important that I want to infuse into this, you shut down and you block, and now it's a vote. Right. Now two other people have a vote in this thing. Nigga, what? So I'm like, fam, it's good. You guys keep rocking. No disrespect, but I'm done with this podcast. Cool. You feel how you feel? So me and Reese, well, no, Jarvin was Casey was there first. So me and Reese leave. Reese drops me up at the training center. Now I'm trying to talk to my guy because, again, I brought him into this. So yeah. I'm trying to have a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. He's siding with her. Mm. Cool beans. No worries, fam. You feel that way? I'm going to feel the way that I feel. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like I have grounds to feel the way that I feel, too. Right. I'm done. Again, it's not even to be disrespectful. So that was my last day on the pot. And um, I didn't disrespect them publicly. I didn't say nothing out of pocket to nobody. Right, you right. know what I'm saying? Nothing like that. They handled it well. And they're in our next episode. She was like, Reese is not you know, here anymore. And so I love your thing. Yep. So then, that was like April 2018. And, it's, and so it'd be, and at that point, like, we're – where did you like? Cause I, I tell us about how you were feeling in that moment because that was because you you've been a creative and like you're mm-hmm. creative with your photography, you're creative with your writing. You know, right, you were you right. were trying to enter into this arena with the <clears> podcast because you like talking to folk. That's what you yeah, did with Moments and Wayne Manor. Right. So now you got to a point where an idea that you pitched mm-hmm. six months later, but it still came to fruition, and now you're at a point now where it's come to an end, and it came to an end in kind of a, a kind of a, a rocky way. Yeah, so yeah. tell us about how you were feeling in that moment when you felt like, you know, because Casey's your homegirl. Like, mm-hmm. let's not get yep. it twisted. Yep, yep. You know, friends. you was cool with Jarv. I mean, I'm, you, I mean, I'm sure you're cool. You're still cool. And cool, then you're so cool, cool with yeah. Reese. With, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, but in that moment, tell, tell us how you was feeling in that moment. I mean, I was frustrated because I didn't want to say anything that shits on somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, I'm frustrated, but I'm feeling like how I feel is valid. I know how I feel is valid because I put blood, sweat, and tears, like equity into this. And saying so like I have a voice at this table. You brought other people here to corroborate, you know, what you have going and try to basically try to They jumped you. Yeah, that's how I felt. I felt like I got jumped. It was a mutiny, a coup. Yeah. Emotional and jump. So I was like, I'm just gonna distance myself from everybody. Like I'm not talking to Reese, I'm not talking to Casey, I'm not talking to Jarv, you know. 
And um, and I had been feeling like that for like a month because I was like, every time we're all together, I'm on the outs. Mm. I weird, know weird energy. Fam, I know I can be a wild boy at times. I know that my energy can be off-putting and send to certain people. But if you fuck with me, you fuck with me. You know I fuck with you. And I always try to show love to my people and take care of my people, right? It doesn't go any other way. But in that moment, I feel like, oh, it's fuck me. Because you're here for what needs to be gained from this. Or what there is to be gained from this. Uh, Jarv, you're here. I mean, not Jarv, but uh, Jarv and Casey, you guys are engaged. So it's, that is what it is. He got, they they going to rock And you got to back her. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Is. And the crazy thing is Jarv's family. Jarv is Summer's uncle. You know what I mean? So, like, you yeah. family before I even knew, right. before they were together, any of that. You know what I mean? So, it's like, you and I are going to be good. We just maybe don't need to talk for a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. uh, but with Casey, it was like, okay, you've been my homegirl since I was 14 years old. I don't want to disrespect you at all. <laughs> but my nigga, like, no, no. I feel disrespected. You know what I'm saying? So, I got to get away from you. You know what I'm saying? And I told and I told Maurice. I hit Reese and I was like, fam, I brought you into this opportunity for you to have an opportunity. And now this thing is growing. You should continue to do that. Don't not do that because it's a good opportunity for you. It's a good look because this thing's going to open doors for you, for your photography, and whatever else you want to do. Right. Keep doing that thing. Yeah. I never want to tell somebody that they can't do something because of me. Mm-hmm. You got that, bro? Go ahead and do that. Even though I don't agree with the structure of that thing, Yeah. ride that out. But I'm still pissed off. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't talk to any of them guys, man, for a minute. And I remember Reese and I were at Oz because he was like, bro, are we beefing? I'm like, no, nah, I'm not beefing, fam. I'm just taking a break from all things podcast. Right. Like, I don't need none of that. Whatever that is, whatever energy is, mm-hmm. it ain't resolved yet. We ain't had no conversations around it, so yeah. I don't want to do that. I want to talk to none of y'all. Yeah. Like it's not a problem, mm-hmm. but that ended up causing a rift in, in our relationship. He and I. Uh, right. Now, so. now, where does the relationship stand now today? Oh, with me and Reese. Just all of them. Oh, I don't have a relationship with any of them. So, so after that point, it's been a complete kind of separation. It's going to be a lot of distancing. I yeah, say. but you know the fucked up part about the whole thing is I've been supportive of all of them like since I left the pod. I've okay. been supportive professionally. Man, when they offered me the job at Cube, Casey was the first person I called and said, yo, I want to do this show with you. I do, Ken. Because I've seen the work that you put into this thing. They told me that you wanted this show. Yeah. And they're offering it to me. And I want a partner on the show. But I've seen, you know, how hard you've worked yeah. through the years to get to this place that you're even at. You know what I mean? Right. Will you do the show with me? She was like, ah, let me think about it. Mm. In my mind, it was a no-brainer. We've already done a pod together, had some success, people fuck with it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I don't understand how we could not do this thing together. You want this thing y'all, anyway. y'all had some magical moments. I remember the one, the, yeah. you know, the... Uh, was it the one year or the 100 episode? Which one do you have? The, one year. The one year, you know, and that was a nice little event, you know what I mean? So yeah, y'all man. had some magical moments, and man. So I can I can understand how it could be, you know, kind of puzzling that, you know, an opportunity presents itself that you and you, Bruh, you you hesitate. Fam, I remember that night, man. I wanted to do it with, um, with Jazzy, uh, Jazzy Red. She's down in L.A., so that wasn't yeah. going to be feasible. So I'm like, okay, the next logical person in my mind is Casey. Yeah. You're already doing this. Let's just go get the bag. Yeah. Team together, Casey be the producer and all the other shit. You know what I mean? But like, right. and they're willing to put us on the air Sunday nights. We're taking over the old DJ Hyphen spot. Yeah. DJ Hyphen, Jay Moore, rest in peace. So I'm like, this is something that if you came up in Seattle and this is something you wanted to do, yeah. it's a dream come true. Mm-hmm. These are our legends and we're taking over their spot. Right. Who better f- suited to do this than us? You know what I mean? And so for her to say, then the next day she's like, nah, I just don't think we work together well, you know, and um, I wish you the best in the situation and such and such. I was like, Okay, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> and now, yeah, she just beatboxed the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was like, I'm going to just ride this thing solo. So then we, uh, they let me record the podcast in there. Now, yeah. I got fired from Cube. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, you know you got you know you got to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You ain't uh, skate by that. No, nah, no, nah, not at all. But I'm just to put a conclusion to that. I got fired from that, and they gave her the show. They gave Casey the show. Uh-huh. But when they gave Casey the show, I was like, good for her, yeah. right? I dropped the ball. So it's yeah. not even like she didn't snake me for it or anything like that. Yeah. I dropped the ball. You right, see, that's my right. responsibility. I, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Cool. No worries. Casey got it, and I'm supportive of that thing. I called her. Hey, congrats! I heard you got the shit. I would hear. I would. I, nobody listens to the radio, right? I would listen to the radio. <laughs> and I remember a couple of times I listened to the radio and I would Instagram, you know, on my IG story, like, "Yo, go listen to whatever the name of Casey's thing was," you know. Yeah. Listen to the joint. Yada yada yada. Q ninety three nine o'clock. Casey Carter. Yeah. Do you regret it? I sh- no, because okay. I show love. Like so. He's like again. He's being his authentic self. That's right. True. And when you're being true to who you are, you and you're really never gonna have no regrets. Nah, because, because it's something to be supported. They ain't too many. They went and hired a DJ. Like, no offense to Straw, but mm-hmm. Strawberry ain't from here. Gotcha. Yeah. The, the three people that they got on the morning show ain't from here. Right. Me and Casey arguing with the producers up at Cube. Like, yo, you got to put somebody that's from here on. Daryl Cruz also arguing with people up at Cube. Like, mm-hmm. why are people from Seattle not getting the Seattle morning show spot? <laughs> people that you know is gonna bring attention to this shit. They would have hired a dude from Sacramento. Hired one bro from LA. Got the other chick from Texas. No offense to them. I fuck with they're all cool people. Trash. But my thing is, it's like, bro, this is here. This is our community. Not from Ronald Moore, one of the twins. Trash. <laughs> but it's like, Facts. and then I can't jump behind that. And they're all cool people. We've all went to concerts and shit together. We, you know what I'm saying? You're still. Sat day with them guys. You can be a great person and a shitty artist. That's fine. Right? But what I'm saying is I'm advocating for us. The and, position and, that they're in is trash. And right. me advocating for you doesn't mean, me advocating for somebody else doesn't mean I got to shit on somebody else to do that. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so uh, with Casey, I was like, yo, go support that because it deserves to be supported. Right. This is what we lobbied for. And she does good work. I mean, you know Absolutely. what I'm saying? She does good work. I mean, even if we, you're not necessarily feeling everything, because right. not, everyone's not going to feel everything, but she does quality work. I learned so much structure and so much um, just about organization from Casey, from the way that she you know, maneuvered with the pod to... Pre-production meant a lot to her. I'm, I would just want to freestyle it. Right. That's why I bark at these guys about pre-production. Like that's where that come from because I watch her do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? She yeah. got us together. Get your shit together, and then come present it Sunday nights when we record. Yeah. Okay, bet. So I learned a lot from her. Yeah, from she, the way she never called us for an interview, but she did call me to sell weed to currency. So mm. that's how I met currency and Fiend. Oh, nice. I'm with currency. Great guy. Yeah, she called me. She's like, he needs some good weed. And of course, we had it. So me and Ronnie all went and pulled up. <laughs> and we spent like no, we spent like two or three hours with currency and Fiend. Yeah. Real, real. So shout out Casey for that. I've seen that. That was that was dope. Shout out to Spitter, man. That's a great dude, man. I got a chance. So to so him. I mean, okay. So you know, you, you fell out, but you know, we ain't gonna skate past. You know that the bag you fumbled at Cube. Okay. So what happened? <laughs> okay. So they um. So I started doing a podcast. I started working with uh, out here in Tacoma. Um, I hit up Daryl Cruz, great guy. I know we've been to Cruz on the pod a ton of times. I wish we could have got him on. Um, at some point during this run. One oh seven. Cruz is a is an amazing guy. <laughs> if you know Cruz, man, you know he's a dot connector. And so I'm doing a podcast, and Cruz like up at the building on a 15th, and it's Will Jordan's in the building. You know, so like some of these recording artists are coming through. Yeah, and we're I, I came, I came out there. Once. Yeah, you came. Yeah, yep. these guys. Yeah, uh, they came too. Twins came too. Hottie make Hottie out there. Shout out to you. I'm not gonna say your name. Oh, that was a great night. Yeah. Oh boy, that night was great. <laughs> yeah, I got a ride out there. What happened? Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, she's, she's a beautiful yeah. person. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, we wrote them lines to death. <laughs> that song. You, said, you said pregnant? Yeah, I said pregnant. Damn. Boo. Jeez. Boo for V.I. V.I.'s uh, booing you, buddy. So. Yeah, nah, she, uh, well, she's a clap victim, too. She brought the rails, though. <laughs> Tell you straight up, boy. <laughs> we was off the deep end that night. But, um. Deep end? Deep end some skins. Nah, not me. 
Uh-huh. I went back home to my lady that night, but mm-hmm. yeah, but we're getting off topic. I want to know how you fumbled the bag. Okay, so look, so we're doing yeah. a thing. I'm recording the pod. So Cruz is like, yo, they want somebody to do the Sunday night show at Q. Would you be interested? Fucking course. He's like, you know, you got the persona, yada yada. So he takes me up to the offices. We go, we sit, we meet everybody. You yeah. know, introduce me. He's like, yeah, you know, Reese is perfect. He's vouching for me. Right. This right. is why I really feel bad. Cause he's vouching for me. And so he that's put his how name on the line. He did absolutely, and I appreciate him for that forever. Um, and so then they were like, you can record your podcast here too. So we got the side room that we can record the pod in. Yeah. So I'm bringing my guys up there, man. Every week, every week we're up there. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> because it was the best quality production. I'm like, yeah, we're in the building. Yes. You got I got keys. I'm here after hours and shit. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I remember one day um, the room was being used or something. We had to do something. And I remember learning how to work the boards. And so I went. <laughs> Yo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, go ahead, go I'm ahead. No, go no, ahead. no, I'm not going to tell the story. Oh. I'm just going to say my answer is I totally forgot about this shit. Yeah. I'm thinking about Q. That had nothing to do. Listen, he was fucked up too. But this shit Reese did, bro. Cost, was it called the FCC? Was it? Was it? Uh, what's it called? Is it the FCC? My, I think it's the FCC. Yeah. The commun- communication shit, whatever it is, cost them some money. Oh. Cost some money. Tell, tell the story. Yeah, no, that's why. I, that's why. That's why I ain't trying to slide past this. I really forgot about this shit. <laughs> Reese that was strike one. That yeah. was big time. Yeah, and we want to know. The people want to know. It man. was the first strike. It wasn't the last strike. That's the crazy thing about it. So we, uh, so we, the room that we usually use was being used by somebody. Mm. They were like, but I'm thinking to myself, I know how to use the boards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm walking back and forth. And I'm nervous now, right? Right. So I'm like, man, like, okay, do I go use this other room? And so um, I go in the other room. There's a station playing. So when you go into the room with the boards, they uh, <laughs> you never heard this behind. <laughs> No, this is you know, this so, is next level jackass shit. <laughs> <laughs> so like Kiss 106 has like three different rooms that they use, right? Right, right. I go into the Kiss 106 room, the one that I'm thinking like nobody's using this. You know Remember, this like, is like, Kiss 106, guys. Well, wow. it's one of the biggest yeah. stations in Seattle, like the Rock. Washington, whatever, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I um, I did what I thought was turning like just our let them stream, but like turn the mics on in the room, Whoa. and they're gonna put them on two different channels because you can do that up there, right? You can let something just rock, and then you can record your own shit unaffected. Mm-hmm. Man, so I, you thought? Man, I took them off the air for like a solid ten minutes recording our Whoa. shit. We're talking shit too, like just completely. No. Listen, dog, I'm talking about NQ93 <laughs> in the side room. <laughs> Just hit the weed. We kept not talking big shit. <laughs> Reese, like, like you can tell Reese realizes something's not right. He's like, ooh. Let me say that. Go to the next room. This hit the room. That's this hit the room. It's supposed to be grabbing chairs, nigga. We got all we the chairs. Get the fuck up out of here. They went to the next room, nigga. It was like a couple minutes went by. You see people start going down the hall outside the door. I'm sitting there like, it's fucking hot. Reese, what'd you do? Man, I didn't know, man. I didn't know. He just kept saying, I didn't know. So I'm not realizing he took Kiss 106. Bro, it's blank noise and then us talking shit for 10 or 15 minutes. We were talking shit. And then the quote is, it took them a while to get back in the air because he had recorded over the pre-recording that was going on already. So they took a while, dog. When I tell you, it was probably like, it was really like 30 minutes because it was... Panicking yeah. of, and of, then, of lost airtime. But here's the then bad when they part. figured it out, they came and said something. But you can see, I'm sitting there, you know, the little glass on the door. You just see motherfuckers going back <laughs> panicking, dog. <laughs> Fucking panicking. So wait, but the bad part was when we was getting ready to leave, the lady that had came up to the, the studio to like fix everything, we got in the elevator with her. And so mm. she's panicking. Like she's oh, like, oh my fuck. God, somebody just took us off the air. And I'm like, 
<laughs> she was I like, want to start she was laughing. Like, did you, she was like, did you see anybody? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> she was I like, see nothing. Nigga, when I tell you, that was, I was looking so far straight. <laughs> I'm just a guest. I'm a guest here. So she just, hey, bro, we, we got out of there. And I didn't, I, I didn't really get in trouble. I didn't really get in trouble, man. Uh, Eric Rosado came to me and was like, hey, bro, you take us off the air for 10 minutes. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah. And I think it was a warning. It was an honest mistake, but it was a it big one. It was a big, it was, it was a big mistake. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was strike one. Strike one. Uh huh. So had to like be the one, niggas. One, two. Had to one, be the niggas. Yeah, there was only two strikes. You only get one, two punch and you got yeah. knocked out. It, no, brother. Punch <laughs> the ones, you. man. You're out of here, buddy. <laughs> so they let, me, they let me keep doing my thing. And so, and now, and I'm showing to the studio. I'm doing like, I'm a photographer for the station, too. So, yeah. I'm taking pictures like on the celebrity that was to come up and stuff like that. You know, get my practice in, pre-recording my show, doing all that type of stuff. Bit more the champagne. And uh, go ahead. Is it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, pop that. yeah, no, go ahead. Um, and so then, um, strike two in the last strike. One night, man, I'm with JB, <laughs> twins up at the studio. JB, my guy, Josh Brown. Shout out to him and the uh, dude Q, Q Money, Q Huncho, whatever you want to go by. Um, <laughs> now nah, I'm not sure. I just don't know what he what his moniker is now. Know. You know, you know what the social networks allow people to make up their names. Yeah, yeah. right. You can be whoever you want to be, man. So he, um, <laughs> so the night before, the night before that, I had bought some coke off of Q. Right, he bought it. That's important <laughs> to the story. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's important that's, to the story. That's, that's no, I'm detail. Yeah. So so I, I bought the I bought coke off of Q. He brings it to the house. I'm saying we're doing lines and shit like that. It's me, him, and the bride. <laughs> Um, it's lit, and so he leaves. So next day we're recording, right? Sunday night we all go, and there's a ton of us at the studio this day. It's yeah. a fucking flood of us. Mm-hmm. It's me, you, were you there, right? You were not there. Oh, you weren't there that night. No, okay, I was there. but uh, yeah, not really was there. Yeah, uh, Naima was there. Reba was there. Uh, Somo was there that night. Um, JB. It was just too many. Yeah, the squad, bro. It was. Too many people to be after hours this black at Q93. Right. It was hella black. <laughs> so, uh, and this thing got a key card. We <laughs> <laughs> on the wrong floors and shit. Oh, trying to find a bathroom. We were, I'm looking at shit that I know is too expensive to even fuck with. I'm taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> doing this. Hey, get your ass so, out of here and get back to the studio. So Q gets drunk. JB gets drunk too, just to be fair. That's important to say. Because yeah. Q was doing all type of ridiculous shit. He wants to be seen. Oh, uh, who else was there? Uh, Fred and uh, Ralphie, Ralphie Davis. Yeah. Fred and Ralphie Davis was up there. So, um, so they're watching. You know, uh, me and Q argue. I'm telling Q, bro, you gotta be quiet, fam. Like, shut up. Like, this yeah. is not your shit. Like, right. let me intro our shit, man. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's do our thing. But you're being distracted. Yeah. You can't he, do that. He wants to be a star on the show. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, so him and him and um, JB start arguing back and forth, start tussling and shit. And so then, like, right before we start recording, Q was like. Tell these niggas what you came up came uh came to me for. Tell these niggas what you what you wanted me for. Tell me niggas what you what you hit me up for last night. And I was like, to buy some coke, nigga. <laughs> he was like, yeah, nigga, you heard doing coke. I was like, nigga, you did the coke with me. Right. You <laughs> hid the coke from your bride. <laughs> nigga, I was good. Like everybody here know I do cocaine. Like it's cool. You just trying yeah. to put me on blast though. Right, right. And so, then, right, so he's yapping. Him and JB are tussling in the hallway, banging each other up against the walls and shit. Right. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, I don't know what happened, but Q is like. Banging on the doors of the uh, engineer's room, yeah. right? So these niggas come and they're yapping at me. You know, I'm taking responsibility for it. Right. Next thing I know, man, Q was laid out sleep in the middle of the hallway. <laughs> Q93. <laughs> Here, enter Nay Basic. Nay Basic comes, right? Because she was working at the studio then, too. Are you out of here, G? Okay, brother. But so Nay Basic comes and she takes a picture of Q in the hallway, sleep. Oh, 
Nabasa forwards the the picture to Eric Rosado, who's the station manager. All right, G. Appreciate you, brother. Um, so she forwards the picture to Eric Rosado. Yeah. She sends the picture to me. She's like, this is unacceptable. I'm like, bitch, you just work here. Like, you're not even a. Right, right. You're not a manager or nobody. What are you doing? So <laughs> next day, man. Oh, Trey Oz was up there, too. Trey was here that day. So we dragged you out the studio. Oh, all the shit. <laughs> so um, based off of that incident, like I said, they basically forward in the picture to the dude. Right. Because then they checked the cameras after that. Yeah. That's yeah. something they don't normally do. Yeah, they're like, man, what's going on? So then they saw all the stuff that led up to that. Yeah. You know, the tussling the in the hallway. Man, and I got that phone call. Eric Rosado told me. He was like, yeah, bro, it's over. And I was like, fuck. First person I called was Cruz. I was like, bro, I apologize. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I called Cruz. I called Will Jordan. Talked to them. Um, you know, but it was over at that mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, I had been in that in that building for like three years recording with uh, True Font and Terry Holloman. Yeah. Just the barbershop. The barbershop, yeah. yeah. So recording yeah. them. And then like, you know, they had some other stuff going too. So I'm mm-hmm. in that building. Yeah. I know the people. My key cards still work, I think, actually. Because I never shit off my key card. I just didn't want to test the waters. Right, right. <laughs> Go back up there. Which is smart. Oh, absolutely. Very, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No. So that's how that happened. I got fired. Yeah. They gave Casey my show. And yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, so t- what'd you what'd you learn from that? I mean, cause I cause I got the uh, after all these stories, I got a phone call too at some point. So yeah, I heard yeah, these stories, yeah, yeah. you know, because you had you needed your spiritual guidance. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which which hey, that's what I'm here yeah, for, man. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You my guy. So I mean, so but but what 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 did you learn? You know, from that from those experiences, especially those failures, um, because we we can always talk about the highs. But right. we gotta talk about what you learned from that low, and there's some other lows we're gonna get to in a minute. But what noise is that? That's probably me running the mic on my chin. Oh, that's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, who the hell? I thought he had the paper mic again. You got the paper no, I mic. I got the paper mic. Um, but what I learned from that was just, uh, I mean, just take accountability, you know, um, and be smarter. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and then you can't have big circles all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I know mm-hmm. this is not blaming anything on anybody. It you know what I'm saying? But it's just, there didn't need to be that, that, that many. Or, well, what about, or what about who's, in, not even about the circle being big, but who's in the circle? Well, that too, right? But but for me, that is a valid point. But my thing was always take responsibility. I know, um, right. yeah. because that's, that's, that's valid. That's something uh, my Uncle Gary, Chase, that you saw yeah. say. You blame self, and you don't yeah. have anybody else to blame, you yeah. know? So if you take responsibility, you'll learn the lesson yourself. Look at that man in the mirror. Yeah, absolutely, and that's yeah. and that's exactly what I had to do, you know. And you guys know, like, I mean, you know, I love crowds. I love, you know, you have been to the parties and all that, you yeah. know what I mean? But when it comes to something that we got to do and there's a, something on the line, you can't have everybody there. Real quick, you shouldn't. I, I want to interject. No, yes, sir. Yeah. Would you have done anything different? With that situation? Just in general, from up till now. Up till now. Just with the show. I mean, if we was at Cube, you know what I'm saying, I would have just kept that facility. You know what I mean? I would have just. That, I wouldn't that have was a one production. It was equipment. the production was amazing, you know? and I was producing it myself. It was like sound. You know, we had our mishaps too. You know what I mean? Like the sound wasn't always the greatest, but you know, it was somewhere for people to go. That was an established environment. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay. And, and I would just imagine our mom. We could have been doing this up there. Yeah. True. Yeah. So I mean, you know, true. you treat it with the seriousness that it deserves. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. And I wasn't doing that. I yeah. was more focused on showing people that we're doing something dope, yeah. as opposed to delivering yeah. dope content. Because even in those early sessions, like. There's a lot of arguing that was happening. Remember, we was yelling at people and cutting people off and shit like that. Like it wasn't the greatest product. Right. I right. did. That was like episode twenty, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But what, I, what I can, that. what I, I, I applaud <coughs> you on is that you've always and you, you're always somebody that's trying to bring your people with you. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Of course, yeah. And that's that's a trait that's admirable because a lot of cats they get put on, and then they start acting brand new. 
Right. You know, and and, Brand through, fucking and, and throughout this and throughout what, what we discussed so far, you know, you you never lost sight of that. You know what I'm saying? Nah. You still were trying to still trying to put your people on, still trying to support your your folks. You know, uh, and so like I don't want you to lose sight of that. I don't. You haven't, but I just mm. I'm just wanted to just affirm that man, don't lose that because that's right. that's a real. Real um, admirable quality and something that, that that the town needs more of. Well, yeah, because I mean, you know, Swine we think about we. <laughs> is that an Arby's, bro? Yeah, it's not an Arby's sandwich. <laughs> I question like who keeps them in business, and you obviously. Yeah. You and Ronell. Oh, chicken sandwiches. I, I, I definitely do. Hey, they got them, and so does so do military bases because they got Arby's on damn near. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, that's different. Yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> I'll it's take your delicious. word for it. I'm a, here, man. No sir. Get a bite. You no, don't like. You. You don't like Arby's? Last time I had Arby's was junior year. We were doing Romeo and Juliet. One of the moms from the production brought us some Arby's over. Some roast beef sandwiches. Nah, I'm cool. It was it the beef and cheddar or just? It was the beef and cheddar. Nah, nah. (laughs) You don't know what you're missing, bro. You don't. I must not. Hey, family, it's like it's like butt play. I'm cool. I'm not knowing. I feel good. I feel good. There's there's certain things you just don't just don't have to experience. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't need to know that. Yeah, I don't need to know. Tickled. I don't need to know. Oh, yeah, that's wild. I still never had a Popeye chicken sandwich, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> You're not yeah, he didn't eat it the last time. You're not missing nothing. You don't, he he said, don't like him either. No, I didn't say I didn't like him. I said Chick fil A is killer. Yeah. No, I prefer Chick fil A, <clears> but <throat> the Popeye's chicken sandwich is better. It's just. That's what I'm saying. You said it's better. It the, is. The, the, it's spi- better. the spicy one to me goes, it slaps, but I do like that Chick fil A, yeah. the spicy deluxe one. Really? With the lettuce and the, yeah, the pepper jack cheese, man. Do you prefer it? I haven't had the deluxe. It, I just had the regular. It depends on my mood See, yeah, at the get time. The yeah. Depends on my mood at the time. Got you. But but let me uh, but let me get into this because okay, I'm gonna go back a little bit because you okay. know we 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 met. Man, when did we meet? You uh, We met at UW. Uh-huh. You know, so you tell us about you know you were a student at UW. Now you trying to be a, you're a creative. You're not trying to be. You are. You're a creative. Mm-hmm. You know you you already knew from a young age that you wanted to yes, be. Sir. Thank you. Behind the scenes, creating the story and telling the story. Right. So, you know, how did you continue in that vein while you were at UW? Because you get to UW, you're a student at UW, you're mm-hmm. doing your thing. You know, that's um, and that's really when the 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 parties at. Um, no, nah, it was after that. You, we did well. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know, you start that. throwing party because I remember you were asking me. Try, we were t- we tried to a couple of times try to partner some right. fraternity right, right, right. and you trying to mm-hmm. throw some parties. You know they yeah. wasn't really you know it's just a different brand and a right, different right. a yeah. different crowd. But we had conversations <clears> about that. So talk about you know your time at UW. Well, to go back just a little bit, um, the road to UW was hard as hell because initially I didn't get accepted. Okay, well, so did tell, I. tell us that story. What happened? So Che Che got accepted, mm. um, and Che. I mean, shout out to bro. Che's never been on this podcast, by the way. Well, he he and Kellen did an episode that never came out, but. Because um, we had some audio problems, but um, so Che got accepted. I wasn't even really thinking about college like that. I mean, I was I wanted to go, but it wasn't like the biggest shit to me, you know. Okay. I'm right um, there with you. And um, <clears throat> and so um, Che was like, "Nah, bro, come on, like we're gonna get you in. We're gonna get you in, and we're gonna do all the work." And then you know, we spoke to Val. But talk up to there, the dean myself. Yep. Talk to um, Carl Smith up there. Yep. You know, a lot dean. of people. And um, Che was trying to, you know. Uh, get to the football team, so we're like, I'm going to class with bro. You know what I'm saying? Like my my freshman year, like, uh, what was that? Fall quarter, mm-hmm. and um, just making the connections, you know, learning from Carl what I need to do to get in. And, and oh, all so that. you weren't enrolled, <clears throat> but you're still going to class. Not fall, yeah, not fall. Oh, that's and then speaking of Val, Val was like, bro, I could try to get it so that if you do get accepted, you can get credit for these classes. Like I can try to help you out to make that a thing. So now that's I'm being clutch. diligent because I'm like, yo, you know, we gotta that's do the thing, clutch. you know. Right. 
And so at the end of uh, fall quarter, Carl Smith was like, look, man, go to um, Seattle Central, yeah. you know, go do that, and then we'll get you in. You don't even have to do, like, full two years. Yeah. You can just do – I don't know what happened there. It, uh, just, um, it, it had been froze for hella, and it just started playing just again. started playing, yeah. yeah. Um, just the like game's probably over now. Turn that down a little bit. <laughs> um, but anyway, so then I started going to um, – Went to Valley. Just hit the – just Power. hold it down, yeah. But so then um, I was uh, at Seattle Central, and that's where we met Bria, Che's wife now, yep, and, yep. Uh, you know, so many other people. And it was just, you know, uh, trying to do this dual enrollment thing where I could still right. have my credits and say yep, I'll be yep. at the community college. And then that went on for my entire freshman year. So that's how, you know, you and I met. You know, yep. I met uh, Cordero and just Asuba and, you know, all the people yeah, you know, from our class. And so, um, but then sophomore year, we're rocking and rolling. Yeah. Sophomore year, we got all everything completed that there. we needed to complete. Yeah, absolutely. Now we're rolling. You can see on UW campus. That's when we're trying to do our parties and stuff like that. Yeah. But we have been throwing parties over the summer at my house when I was living in the um, in the uh, the New Hollies. Okay. And people were just always coming to the house. Yeah. It was spot. Yeah, because our, the homegirl Monique, who who's my roommate, who owned the house, she was young too. She was like 19, 20 years old. Yeah. So it was like me, Che at the house, Monique, uh, Jenny, our roommate Nick. Uh, Michaela Kyles and her friends would always come through. Sam was coming through all the time. These guys came through a couple times. Like everybody was just at the house all the time. Mm-hmm. It was a party house. Mm-hmm. So that transition to doing other parties. And we was right. working with D Black and Sporting Life and yeah. um oh, yeah. you know, chicken those guys and doing music with Don Def and you know, just everybody. You know, so then we was always just throwing parties. Just even if it was just the middle of the week, people would just show up at the house. Yeah. So then um took a break from that. Summer's mom got pregnant, <laughs> stopped going to school. Um, for that over the next year, then we break up and all that. So we get into the manor. Yep. So now we're at the manor, 2000, November 17, 2011. Mm-hmm. I Did remember. You Not from UW, nah. Okay. Nah, nah, nah. University of Phoenix. Okay. Yeah, yep. it is. Yeah. So, because uh, my, credit, my credits wouldn't transfer back over. I started, I had to enroll, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't go from University of Phoenix back to UW. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of heartbreaking because it was like, yeah. fuck, I can't, you know? Yeah. Like, I want to do that, but I can't. <clears throat> so um, they were in the manor throwing parties. And actually, we weren't even throwing parties first. We just had get-togethers. These guys lived around the corner. They was in a mini mansion with, uh, with Lamar and them guys. And everybody was just coming to the house always. And then it was like. We had Skyway jumping. Oh, man, Skyway. If you <laughs> Skyway in, was jumping for like near man, three years, for real three years straight. If you wasn't in Skyway at my house or his house. It was jumping like that. And they that. lived right down the street. Yeah, you was missing out. So oh, we was yeah. just back and forth. That was a great the time. Chicks was back and forth. Nice house. That was man. another thing to be great said, time. too, because there was so many young women that were back and forth between my house and their house. Well, you like, know, there's, a, there's too many and, mansions in Skyway, man. And trying to pit us against each other. Mm. And trying to talk about me to him, talk about him to me. And I was like, hey, man, look, that's bro. Yeah. Oh, I don't care what you got to say. And right. she's over here right now, bro, telling me to be. <laughs> We're texting back. I remember uh, Lamar texted me one day. Hey, bro, man, so-and-so's over here, man. She's talking about you. She left there and came to my house. She just came, yeah. I'm like, dog. So that's, it was wild times, You host been cold, okay? <laughs> so, it was going down <laughs> like that. But, but y'all man. wasn't taking him on no dates, though. Nah. <laughs> Coming to the mini mansion or the Wayne Manor was a date. It was a date to right? sell. These nice houses. <laughs> these are homes you're entering, young lady. All right? We're not, I'm not even going to play with you, okay? I'm going to talk that shit. This is a date in itself. All right? You guys complaining about fucking rent now. We was paying. I was paying hell of money back then for that big-ass house. Yeah, man. That's a good time. Yeah, that was a date, baby. If you came in there... Um, you gonna see everybody. Yourself. Enjoy yourself. You better be familiar. You right. better be comfortable. Right. You gonna see right. everybody there. Yeah, right. But um, but we didn't start off trying to throw parties. We started off just everybody just coming to the house and kicking it. We had hella kickbacks, and then the first official joint, we had one one kickback that was just hella big, and then 
The next night, everybody's like, man, let's run it back. Yeah. So I hit, bro. I'm like, bro, you want to throw, throw a party? So when, and when you started doing that, when did you start doing the themes? Because you started doing the, uh, the, the pajama jam. You that was like the first superhero, thing. superhero, you know, oh, like. Man. Yeah, so the when, when did you start doing the themes? And when did that, when did that come in? The, the theme, the pajama jam was the first theme party we threw. That was uh, 2012, my 25th <laughs> birthday party. He should have just said come neck and neck and party because that's all he But you know that's how it goes. Man, that's yeah, I, couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't even have imagined that it was going to get how? to that point. And how did you not? I don't know because where it got, I had an imagination of what it was going to be. Right. I had in my head what it was going to be, and it, it was wild. And that's what I was going to say was because Reese, whatever party he did, if you guys ever, ever, if you remember getting invited or seen a text or anything, think about this. There was never an ending time. Mm-mm. Yeah. Never. Mm-mm. yeah. So he knew what he was doing every time he yeah. did. Yeah. Just, like just like he was calculating with a- the strawberries <laughs> day, you knew what you were doing. And it, well, but that's the mind that you have, you know? Well, yeah, I just want people to have fun. I want yeah. people to have a good time. I want to create experiences for people. Amazing. I got head in the backyard. I looked out the window. I'm looking out the <laughs> kitchen window, and the way that the window <laughs> the window was, it's like, that's okay, so it's like eye level, scene. you know what I'm saying? Like, at the, bro, I'm telling you, I look out. The sticker bushes. No, no, this one is cut back. down. When we first oh, okay. so we got it, was, trim. Yeah. it was, was cut like, down. So it was a nice amount of yard before the bushes. I'm looking in like, from the black. from the window in the kitchen. <laughs> you're I'm not like, looking back there. You won't just see. You know, yeah, yeah. we're in the we're in the dark. Man, this nigga just happened to be in the window. <laughs> Who's that? I asked, I asked him the next day. He's like, "Hey, bro, was you?" Uh? He's like, "Yeah, I sure was." <laughs> but yeah, but so for the but even that party, right? Like that was my 25th birthday. Yeah. We had Royce came and performed. Remember Royce was on the mic. I think Dave B too. Um, and uh, I remember going into the driveway. Like you remember that long ass hill yeah. up the driveway yeah. and all that. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> Fuck. Our neighbors was pissed off at us and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, you know the whole neighborhood is just full of people. And I remember going down to meet my homegirl, her and her friend, in the driveway. Yeah, they had trench coats on, and they was like, "Oh, it's your birthday party, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, my birthday party." They're like, "We wore this for you." And they opened this joint up, and they had like the skimpiest lingerie on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Nipples? You see some nipples?" I did see some nips. The areolas. Yes, mm. it was great. But that's when I was like, "Bro, this is something." I yeah. like big areolas, man. Those yeah, I mean, it, 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 but at that point, you realize, you know, you 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 had a following. This guy. I tried to keep hey, going. Um, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, <laughs> Unk tried his fucking hardest to just keep the good times rolling. Nigga <laughs> had big areolas in his hand. He said, "Hold up, man. I'm seeing pepperoni slices, man. What the oh, fuck's going man. on?" Big old chocolate chip. No, man. this nigga like, is funny. Unk tried. Funny. I appreciate that. Unk. I heard the shit. He said, "Yeah, man. So you really, man. This nigga, man." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now nah, that's that was um. So we had shit going then. Yeah, and yeah. then um, it was that one. Cause I remember sitting like the next day, I remember sitting down on the stairs like in our living room like, yo, we just did something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We just did something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we did, bro. But this shit was nuts. I just remember midnight, everybody singing happy birthday. And we had a kitchen full of people, a living room full of people, another living room full of people, another living room down at the bottom of the stairs. And everybody, and everybody had their shoes off. <laughs> People like the party, man. It was the wildest hey, the shit. The nigga said someone stole his shoes. And they were the <laughs> weakest <laughs> pair of shoes in the fucking party. <laughs> hey, Matathai, uh, who else? Brother Fresh, VI, you guys can all account for that. <laughs> and it was like, bro, your shoes got stolen? And so we're really concerned. That's faulty. Come on, bro. We're at a party. Everybody yeah. thinking he had some kicks. <laughs> and so we're looking around. My shoes are there, and his shoes are there. 
I mean, I wore the Concords, like fresh, like, mm. like it's like it's some real kicks at the door. I'm like, yeah. your shoes got you must have had some fucking Marty McFly's at the door. Yeah. Or some <laughs> shit. Man, uh, I can't remember who got a picture of his shoe or somebody found his shoe. They was the weakest shit ever. They were fucking crushed. <laughs> they were fucking crushed. I said, no, this is what you stopped the party for. This is what yeah. you had us interrogating <laughs> people for. You stopped the, the shit. Fuck? We did. We stopped the party because it's like, come on, fam, you. That's not why we're here, man. We, we gotta, gotta be comfortable. Time. You know, we gotta be able to be comfortable inside this house. This is a yeah, place I, of I feel good them, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody get something like stolen. That. I'm gonna say, I'm not. I don't let shit, especially when I'm part of something. Yeah, right. I'm exactly. My, brother, yeah, yeah. my bro's house. Yeah. I'm told my folks come here, and then it's like to respect this place because I gotta be comfortable here. I'm not coming here. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna make sure whoever's doing the weird shit get the fuck away from me or right. get out. Right. Yeah. Right. And so we really stopped the party and just trying to figure it out. <laughs> and like Damn, 20 minutes go by and it's cool. You know. But then I think I can't remember if somebody found a shoe or like a picture of the door. Like, you know, like come in, people were taking pictures. I think it was just shit. a picture because I don't think he ever got him back. And I'm like, he's pointing the shoe out. I'm like, dog, that is fucking crushed. <laughs> but everybody that is like seeing is like, bro, what the fuck are those? <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, I'm not about to be looking for them shits. <laughs> Nobody's photos, bro. That's why your Concord was still there. Your South Beaches was still nah, there. No, for real, they was. Kicks uh, at the it door. It was kicks at the door. Yeah, it was. Niggas came dip and forgot we had to take our shoes off. Yeah. So niggas really had kicks at the fucking door. And but trust me, it's still yours. Exactly. Yeah, like, <laughs> get the fuck out of it. Somebody didn't like him. Oh, uh, yeah. Somebody, because I said that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Somebody's picking on you, nigga. Yeah. I was like, bro, somebody don't like you, bro, because everybody that has to be it. solid. That, that got to be it. That had to be it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, we just theme parties after that. It was tight. Uh, I remember a Christmas party. Remember the ugly sweater party? Yep. We had like 700 people at the house. Damn. God, like damn. The driveway it was, was a real packed. number. It was a real number. It was like yeah. 500 to 700 people. Ugly sweaters and lingerie. Like to mm. the point where the police couldn't even get up the hill. The police came up the driveway, bro. They came to me. Well, I go to meet them in the driveway, right? I tell yeah. everybody in the house, hey, bro, be quiet. Stop. Don't. They know the house is rocking. The house is leaning. Yeah. <laughs> like, nigga, when I tell you, because Reese had this, like, it wasn't a balcony, but we treated it like one. On the top roof. of his garage. Yeah, everybody sat on the roof. It was connected to the living room window. So they would just go out on the roof, and it'd be like forty people, fifty people on the roof. Sitting on the roof. Well, shout out whoever built that shit. Oh, because it's still about it. Nigga, we could have died. I swear to God, bro. There's a there's a throwback picture. It's like fifteen of us on the one side of it, and like another twenty on another side. Everybody yeah. just sitting there smoking. And you could get out through the living room, so you just walk yeah. through. The, yeah. yeah. So, um, but now, nah, so I go to the. I'm scared. I'm like, they're about to shut us down. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is over. I go down the driveway and meet the cops in the middle of the driveway. It's two of them. Yeah. Did you have a robot? I did have a robot. Yeah, I had a robot going to meet. No, the I really. I think it was like. Yeah, no, like, I had that team. My old T-Mobile robe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I look at the cop. The cop looked up at the house. He said, "You got it." I said, "I got it." He said, "All right." They turned around and left because they had been there like two or three times before, yeah. and they yeah. never shut us down, never arrested yeah. nobody. You know what I mean? Like, no, we never even had an issue. I mean, they because just... y'all never had no issues though. Yeah, no, we there was one fight. There was two girls fighting. Of course, there was a cat fight. Yeah, yeah. that's different. Yeah. <laughs> but there was never like you know shootings. You know what I mean? Yeah, nothing yeah. like that. Nah. Yeah. I but feel yeah, asleep that's, on that. Um, that's rare to have that though, especially up in Skyway. Yeah, watch the sun come up. That shit was so beautiful. That was tight. I remember that. Yeah, it was. It was amazing. But yeah, man. So, just doing that, and we documented that too. Yeah, we got we got the trailer still for the for the parties. Okay, so everything's always been like let's document this shit, let's put it all together, let's package it for the next whatever. So 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 you so you've had you really had your hand in a little bit of everything. You got photography, you, you know, parties, entertainment, yeah, yeah, yeah. you porn. know, podcasting. I was about to say that porn, next right. porn, yeah, porn. You know, you shot porn. Mm-hmm. You know, so you've kind of little done a little bit of everything a- out of all those different genres that you've been in as far as arts and creative. You know, mm-hmm. which one do you enjoy the most? Podcasting. 
really? podcast. Go ahead. And so, yeah. so, so, so talk to us. And I, I had a feeling you were going to say that because I know you mm-hmm. like to talk to folk. So you get mm-hmm. into podcasting and then, you know, you get eventually you get to here where yeah. you're you're doing this pod. Mm-hmm. Now, there's been a lot before we get to the, some of the stuff that happened during throughout the mm-hmm. tenure of this of this particular show. Mm-hmm. Tell us how you started, you know, this one, because I know you started at Cube and then there was a little break hiatus. So well, we um. Well, it's always been the reshow. I mean, it was the shit yeah. show first. Yeah. I started with the shit show. I was like, yo, because it was an acronym. It was a, uh, fuck, I forgot what the shit show stood for. And the only reason I did this is because Apple won't let you on Apple Podcasts with profanity. Right. And so I was like, but then I was talking about it. I was like, Bullshit. it's going to be a shit show. I hate that. Yeah. And they might, they might do it now, but I know at the time they wouldn't. Yeah. And so, right. um, like I said, I went to Cruise about the studio on 15th. Cause I ran into him somewhere and he was like, bro, come past the studio. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, can I do a pot out of here? He was like, I don't care. Will Jordan was like, bro, I'll, I'll record it, engineer it for you. Yeah. So Will like actually engineered like the first like five or six episodes of my podcast. And on the That's first mm-hmm. first episode, man, it was uh it was me, Will, and um what's my man's name, Emmanuel, um, Jock. That was our first okay. episode okay. Of, of the shit show. And um we just talked about everything. It was called I think the it was called No White Women, I think is the, 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 <laughs> the name of the episode. Um, which actually <laughs> a lot of my white homegirls were like, But you don't fuck with white women. I'm like, oh, I just can't date you. And then we talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Had that right. conversation. Yeah. But, like um, that. yeah, like I that. can't date you. <laughs> yeah. It's a cultural There's thing. There's a difference. Yeah, because you're not going to get it. I still yeah. ain't even had one. Yeah. What? You ain't never had none of the, the white necks? Yeah, well, see, something. listen, bro. I grew up like Seattle, St. Louis, Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, nigga. Yeah. Like okay. CD, yeah, black yeah, people. Yeah. Nine, you know what I'm saying? So when I got older, I went to Garfield with white people. It's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I didn't know how, I didn't know their advances, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. different. And I told you. Yeah, you're hella naive to yeah. how they're hitting on you. Yeah. You're like, right. you're just, oh, you're Because cool. it's different. Because like, it's, it's different. I told Reese our 10-year reunion, <laughs> and like six of them like, oh, I just loved you so much. You were just so cute. And I was trying I'm to like, get when? you. like, when? Come <laughs> move <in> my mansion <laughs> and back know you. I'm like, this is just yeah. shit. I'm like, well, I didn't see it. I didn't see the signs. I thought you were my friend. Right. Yeah. I thought we were cool, you know? Yeah. We're just hanging out. Friend right. vibes. Right. Pal. Yeah. I didn't just know vibes. you want this black chocolate. No, <laughs> <laughs> you want this thunder down under. <laughs> but that's the thing, man. So that, you know, like I said, that's how we started. We started yeah. recording a studio up here <laughs> on 15th and um, Factory, I think. I forgot the name of the street. Anyway, but yeah. So then, and we just moved to the pod to Q. Yeah. 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 It's a two-story joint. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we just up. moved the pod to Q because then I moved back to Seattle. Yeah. Broke up with the chick. Moved back to uh, Skyway. We were recording out of Skyway. We were recording out the house for a while. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, man. A couple people was letting us use their equipment. We were recording out of there. Um, and then we got the Cube joint. was like, oh, okay, we can record up here. Yeah. Bet. Got fired from Cube. Right. And then where'd you go from there? To the manor. Yep. With the worst audio quality you can imagine. But you were trying to do it, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was cool. It you still made it work. Made it was pushing through, and yeah. I told him that at the time. Like, bro, yeah. you just went through hella different changes. Yeah. Right. Going yeah. back into the manor, then, you yeah. know, trying to get that right. And then figuring out shit about that, and then still leaving Cube, and then different relationships. It just you were going through so much shit, and balance yeah, so much nah, shit. I, I told was, you just man, that was a bad period actually. Just yeah. keep pushing, but you, that's what I'm saying. You yeah, push. We, we about it, to though. get there too, but <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> but we just my biggest thing is just be consistent, Wait, I got you one. know. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I got a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> my thing was always be consistent with your shit. You know what I'm saying because you got to build something. So I'm like yeah. looking back, we got to get through. <laughs> Shut up, man. We got to get through episodes 30 and 40 and 50 to get to there. Because I'm listening to, like, the Dream Champs. Yeah. And they're like, yo, we're on CBS. We're not getting paid. We did 100 episodes with no sponsorship. Wow. I'm like, this is Dream Champs. Like, 
Nigga, what do you mean you're not getting paid? Like, what do you mean? Nobody's putting no sponsorship dollars in your pocket, nothing like that? Of course I'm listening to the Joe Button podcast. He's talking about, but we did 120 episodes without being paid. I'm like, if that's them, yeah. we mm-hmm. got to stick this out. For sure. You know what For I'm sure. saying? Like, mm-hmm. we got to do it. So you know, so you know, people are gonna want to know why you quitting, but we ain't gonna get there just yet. Of course, yeah. You know, but we want to know why you stopping, but not, you. Yet, not just yet. Okay, so let, let I, because you know, I, you know, I'm gonna ask. You know, Go I'm ahead. gonna bring it up. You know, we are gonna talk about it. <laughs> Go ahead. You know, we gotta talk about the dark times. Okay. You know, the, it was the dark ages. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I mean, if we gonna keep it 100, man, everybody mm-hmm. had goes through it or has one or even a couple. Yeah. yeah. You know, where there's just some some time well, of the hit. We're not doing this bottom. no more. We for got me, one for time. me, I, it was 2012 for me when I really mm-hmm. hit rock bottom. But you know, so t- we got to talk about that because there were some relationships, you know, or, or a relationship, mm-hmm. and then that that ended, and then mm-hmm. out of that we came some some allegations, and then mm-hmm. all kind of stuff. So talk to the people about that, man. What, what, what was going on during that time? Um. Well, when my relationship ended, I didn't think that it was even over. Relationship ended maybe October 2018. Um, and I thought I was doing the right thing. I found out, you know, old girl ain't happy. I'm seeing you're not happy. I'm willing to let you go and do whatever you got to do to go be happy. But I'm still thinking we're going to end up together, right? Mm-hmm. If I give you the space to go be you, then we're going to end up back here because all I have is love for you. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, but it just seemed so, and I wasn't, we had already broken up once before. We were broken up once before, and I'm thinking, like, okay, this thing is the thing that we're in it for. Because I ain't never had nothing this long or this deep. So, pause. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah! Woo! That's that's it. It. I was sorry. in my phone, minding my <laughs> fucking business. These disrespectful ears cut. Yeah, it's the longest and the deepest I ever had. Yeah. I never had something that deep and that long. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey. This um, nigga Reese is a wild <laughs> ass nigga, dog. That was too smooth, man. I'm sorry, man. It just don't even say sorry to me. Say sorry to your <laughs> listeners. But you won't need an RV sandwich. <laughs> 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 no, man. But um, Shit. for real, I never had a relationship, a relationship that had lasted as long as that one had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and had gone to the levels that we had gone. And so um, I'm thinking it's gonna be a thing. You know, we wrap it up. Hey, bro, come right back to it. And it's then like um. Lost. But <laughs> but I didn't realize um, we're just two different people. I didn't realize that. But I didn't take it like that at all. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I need this back. Mm-hmm. And then I and I remember moving out the house. I had my own toxic behaviors. Like I was going through her phone and shit. You know, mm-hmm. lying about going through her phone, doing drugs more and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like not being happy, not realizing that I wasn't happy. I just want to fix this thing. You know what I mean? And um. <laughs> What's up, man? Say it. I know. It's coming. I'm going to sit in here. I'm trying to let you do your thing, man. Because every time you say it, so I have a memory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get out of here, but. Yeah, it's almost nine. <laughs> this nigga, it is nine. Oh. <laughs> this nigga called me one night and said, <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to do it. I said, do what, dog? What the fuck are you talking about? No, nigga. Don't Listen, I'm going to do it. I said, do what, nigga? Inside her house. This was <laughs> I said, Reese, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, I still got the key, so I mean, realistically, it's not like I'm breaking in. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, drive off, bro. Drive, drive the fuck off. It's not even funny, bro. Drive the fuck off, Reese. Your little heart is telling you to go beg and plead inside this house. Like, if you don't drive the fuck off. I had to leave. My nigga said, I'm outside the house. <laughs> I said, what are you doing? <laughs> he said, 
I still got a key. I was coked up. It's not really like I'm breaking in. <laughs> I was high. Because you boy. got the key? It was you. I called you and I called Sean Carson. He said the same shit. He's like, nigga, leave. They go, go Please go. Reese, please go. It's yeah, time nah, for you to go. But it was just, um, it was, like I said, I had my own toxic behaviors. Like I said, you know, going through a phone and just, you know, wanting to be seen and shit like that. And I never felt so deep for somebody. You know what I mean? It was just, it was weird. Yeah, it was yeah. Weird. And, but I loved it. I mean, I loved every second, even with the dysfunction. It was, you know, that. And so then, <clears throat> me not wanting to let go, her person so hard away, it just made shit bad. And then she was bad, but she was super fucking toxic. You know, yeah. like there was no reason for you to disrespect me publicly and privately like you were. Yeah. Mm. I should have realized my own self worth at the time, and just got away. Mm-hmm. You're telling me to go away. I'm not going away because I want this thing, you know, and I want it to work and want it to last because I'm in love with fairy tales, you know. Yeah. I'm a love of romance. I'm thinking we could, you know, work this out. And I should have just realized sooner that it wasn't that, but I started wilding out. Yeah. Started wilding, some more drugs, more alcohol, you know. Um, and I'm making more money because I had just got a new job and shit. Yeah. So it's like, you, when you make money, you have access to all type of shit. This is why rich people can be addicts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you can buy whatever you want. Shit, yeah. Trying to be rich. <clears throat> yeah. But we was <laughs> coked up all the time. No, yeah, mine was lean. 2009 to 2014. I spent a house or two. Bruh, I mean, you know, you do you do a bunch of ridiculous shit. It's so, just horrible, man. But then I couldn't sleep. It was one of the biggest things in my life. I couldn't sleep. I had to go. Um, to, I remember the first time I ran into her, like, after. And then, then I, like, I tried to catch her up in a lie. I lied about <laughs> it. It was hella bad. Mm-hmm. The oh, lie. That, that didn't work? No, it did a little bit, That's but then I decided to be honest about the and lie afterwards. Yourself up, you know, he had feelings. Oh, you know, uh, I lied about this to get you to lie. Uh. Yeah, then I ended up telling her the truth and shit, and then it was just, you know, it was all downhill from there. But then, um, right, but then that's terrible. So then I, I ran into her at, um, you know, at a joint. You got this? Nigga, man. Anyway, um. Oh, yeah, we're supposed, yeah, to get a, we're supposed to do a group oh. picture before, oh. yeah, before bro left. Slide a little closer on the right. These niggas, man. <laughs> <laughs> cool. But um, anyway, so then when we talk about self-worth, right, and like, yeah. how, like valuing yourself more, because I didn't. Yeah. So I ran into her one day, and she was talking mad shit to me, and I'm like, why are you talking to me like this? Oh, I don't <laughs> talk to you like this at all. Whore! She's... Excuse hit me, me from behind, push me and shit. I'm like, what the huh? fuck? Whoa. And I got wild out, bro. I threw, remember when my phone shattered? Remember I had that shattered? Yeah, I, you didn't those? tell me all that, though. Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> it was bad. Um, <laughs> you know who was there? Dime was there. Fuck her. Mm. But, yeah. Uh, so I uh, threw my phone, shattered the screen, and I saw, I was like, okay, this is Reed rock bottom. <laughs> no, fuck her. Nigga, when I see her, we're going to have a problem. I promise you. Mm. I'm not playing no games. But anyway, so. Like, um, when you say a problem, you mean like one plus one? Equals two. I'm talking about seven times seven. Oh shit! Yeah, forty nine. Sugar gonna, free, bitch. I stay on that. I'll beat a bitch's ass and break a hose. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar <laughs> free, excuse me. But nah, but but nah, man. So um, but nah. So then that led to just a crazy depression. Yeah, I was dumb depressed. Like, yeah. had a suicide attempt. My whole body locked up from the stress that I was going through. I I uh, I sprayed my MCL. I couldn't walk for like a week. Mm-hmm. You know, um. Yeah, I, did. I was having panic attacks at work and shit like that, and just imploding. Oh, you got it. Yeah, thank you, sir. And I was just imploding. It was bad. Yeah. You know, it was bad. It was t- terrible. I got into an argument with Twin. I cussed Twin out one day. He left the house. He was like, "I'm out of here. I'm not dealing with this shit." <laughs> 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 <Yeah>, nah, <laughs> we was arguing every week. Um, 
it was bad, man. Yeah. It, was, it was very, very bad. And so then, uh, like I said, I, I, you know, I tried to commit suicide and spent three days in the hospital, you know, um, constipated like a motherfucker, which is <laughs> super bad, mm-hmm. you know, and then coming from that. And then that's when we did the episode, right? Because then yeah. I took a break from the pod for a minute. Yep. I didn't do the pod for a couple months. I was like, I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not about to be doing nothing. I don't even have nothing. This person is still harassing me, by the way. Mm-hmm. This person is still hitting me, telling me all type of foul shit. Like, bro, leave me alone. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to leave you alone. Yeah, yeah. Let me get better. You do your thing, live your life. She's cussing me out, calling me all type of names over the internet, all type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, leave me alone, please. Yeah. <clears throat> and then all the... Appreciate you, man. Love you. Be safe, man. But then came all the internet shit. Yeah, I know. 